Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Ah, We've got another wonderful show. I've got a a guest that's near and dear to my heart because he's kind of like me. He walks in in both worlds of energy and in business. And uh, I think we're going to have a real fun time with him today on the show. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham to get us started. I know you've been anxiously awaiting for these quotes all week long. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Laughter, new friends, and faraway travel. Wildlife, unexplored jungles and hidden lagoons. Adventure, ancient mysteries and modern cities. Challenges, heroes, and passionate love. You deserve it all. So do I. Would you mind visualizing for us? Boots on the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Ah, always having fun with us. You know, it's one of the things. It's great to always have, uh, you know, some fun to kick us off. Yes, we deserve it all. Everything. Oh, wow. We already got and, and um, you know, I, I can't help it. It's great. I already have. Uh, uh, a couple of listeners on our Facebook live stream. I usually don't mention the live stream until a little bit later, but we already got a couple of people going. Great. Thank you, Dennis. And thank you, Jeff, for tuning in on the live stream. All right. Uh, from the universe. Okay. Next, from Abraham. Let's see what Abraham has for us today. Feel appreciation for those who provide examples of well-being. How would you know what prosperity would that prosperity was possible if there wasn't some evidence of prosperity around you. It's all part of this contrast that helps you to sharpen your desire. Abraham. Ah, this is a really good quote. I like this one. About feeling appreciation for people and things that provide the examples around you for that which you desire. I mean, here Abraham specifically mentions prosperity, but I'm sure it's it's the same thing is true for everything, whether it's great relationships, whether it's amazing health, whether it's just having fun. You know, the more people around us that we see having the very things that we want in our own lives i mean that those are great examples that help us to understand like yes it's possible for us too and that this is you know kind of all part of it you know some people think oh look at that guy you know driving that fancy car what business does he have driving such a expensive car where secretly inside they want to drive a as expensive car a fancy car or whatever you know what they always say You know, don't curse what you want. Bless that which you want. If you see somebody and they have, I don't know, a beautiful girlfriend, they have a penthouse apartment, they have amazing health, they're in great physical shape, you don't look down your nose at them. You don't criticize them for it. You bless them for it. You you let your heart be uplifted by it. Because, hey, this is what you desire too. Now, if you don't desire it, that's a different story. It's like, okay, that's what they want. Great. That's what they like. Wonderful for them. It's not for me. But like if they can have that, then I can have what I want too. And, and really that's what Abraham is talking about is just, you know, let's stop criticizing people for what they have. Let's stop being jealous and instead turn jealousy on its head and say, ah, this is means I can have what I want too. You know, this is evidence that actually the universe and life is caring and compassionate and actually does want what's best for us and does want what's in our best interest. And, you know, uh, I want, I can have this too. I can, I can have it all too. Now, look, I'm not talking about some superficial, let's go for the money, let's go for the house, let's go for, you know, all the superficial stuff. No, it's not what it's about. What it's about is understanding that as we are creators of the world around us, that there is no limit to abundance. And abundance means different things to different people. And... uh, 
you know, what we desire is different. And, and what one person desires is not any better or any worse than another person desires. But what it's saying is, hey, look, use the evidence around you as reasons to feel good, as reasons to raise your spirits, to raise your energy, to just, you know, feel good, feel better. Because ultimately, the better we feel in our body, in our skins, about the world around us, regardless of all the horrible, crazy things that are going on. But the more we focus on the evidence of why things are good, uh, the more we put ourselves in that state, the more we attract those things that we want, the more our vibration, our frequency lines up with those things that we want. It, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yes, Jeff Kaplan, let's all have a nice day. I'm, I'm with you. Anyway, so two uh, great uh, quotes from the universe and from Abraham. And as always, so apropos for uh, the guest I have on the line today. And it is my pleasure to welcome, and although he's not in studio, we, we have uh, Michael Bradford on the phone. Michael Bradford is an international intuitive coaching expert. And we'll ask him how he got to be that. He's an international intuitive energy healer, business coach, author, and spiritual teacher with extensive experience in the areas of health, healing, personal excellence, spiritual growth, entrepreneurship, and success. See, I told you, it's like my kind of guy. He has a master's degree in international management and advanced training in intuition, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, Reiki, energy medicine. He knows how to read energy patterns and has many other specialties. Throughout his travels, he has shared healing experiences with Native American medicine people, Canadian medicine people, Eskimo healers, Peruvian shaman, uh, and psychic surgeons from the Philippines, the Maoris, and hundreds of therapists, healers, psychics, shamans, and medical professionals from around the globe. And I'm very, very pleased that he takes some time out of his busy schedule to come on our show today. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Michael. Thank you very much, Sam. And I just want to share that as you even began your introduction, I had this big smile on my face. And uh. as you were talking about the quotes, I actually had tears in my eyes. And I wasn't sure uh, what I was going to talk about or what I should talk about today. And I have a lot of trust and faith and guidance and intuition and spirit. And as I was listening to you, I know exactly now what I want to talk about. <laughs> Great. Well, you know, Michael, oh, I love it. It, it. It's so funny because you know every week I say the same thing on my show. I go like, "Look, I did not cherry pick these quotes. It's not like I lined up these quotes for the guest. These are the quotes I got in my inbox this morning. I printed them out, but somehow, week after week, they're always so apropos for who's coming on the show." Well, I think, Cancel, I know that Spirit <laughs> has um, is in charge. I'm not. <laughs> I right. that a long time ago. Um, okay, great, Michael. So I, well, listen, I wanna, I'm going to jump right in because I really want to get the have you give the audience a little bit of your background, um, you know, because you, you have so much. And I really like to give people context. I mean, uh, I don't think you started off the world as a little kid thinking, Mommy, when I grow up, I'm going to be an intuitive coaching expert, right? No, but I did hear voices. <laughs> ah. Um, no, actually, what happened is I was born into a family. Well, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um, I, as a human being, came into this planet uh, with a lesson to learn about feelings and emotions. Ah, so in other right. lifetimes, uh, I saw the light and I went for it. Hmm. Um, so my mental body, physical body, spiritual body is very strong. Gotcha. But what I left behind was my emotional body. So I had to come uh, back this lifetime to deal with feelings and emotions. So mm. I am an empath. Um, I'm one of the few guys I know that has had menstrual cramps. Um, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. And when I was up in Alaska, I was sitting down drinking a, a glass of iced tea. And I actually got a hangover because the person behind me was drunk. <laughs> well, I, came in, I came into this world, this planet, hyper, hyper sensitive 
to people, energy, and situations without understanding that. So I was usually on overload as a kid. Right. Um, And so with that instability or that hypersensitivity, my initial path focused on wanting something that I could trust, something that I understood because I didn't understand people because they said one thing and did another. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I went into math, I went into science, I went into Mm. physics, I went into everything that I could trust, quote, unquote, question mark. Um, I wanted some kind of stability and understanding, and I worked my way up through the corporate world, doing everything, and then reached a point where some internal clock said, you need to do something different. Mm. And actually, I'm going to take a chance and a, uh, a risk, and I'll share it with the, with the audience. When I was about seven or nine years old, I used to play with my toy soldiers for days. I mean, I was very enamored with this. And right. uh, one day I heard a voice. And it said, you are to leave your parents, you are go- to go to Israel, there will be wars there, you're to be a general. And it freaked me out. Ooh. It's like, how can a seven, nine-year-old leave their parents, go to another part of the world where they don't even speak the language, they don't speak English. And it scared me, and I never forgot it, and mm. it wasn't until 1979 when I actually had the courage to face it and go over to Mm -hmm. Israel. And in reality, I walked uh, the streets of Haifa the day before Sadat got there, so my energy was there. And I actually came in front of the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem on the eve of my 35th birthday, and in a number of religions, including the Jewish religion, you're not allowed to study Kabbalah, Kabbalah, the mystical right. side of Judaism or the mystical side of, of religion until you hit the age of 35. Some people say 40, some people right. say 35. Right. So I was being guided all the way, hmm. and I wasn't into spirituality as I know it now at that time. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then I walked away from the corporate world, and I started traveling not to become a healer, but right. to heal my own self. Right. As right. I went through the process of meeting these different shamans, healers, hundreds and hundreds of these different people, and I was actually living with them. It wasn't just traveling and saying hello and then on to the next one. I was actually living with these people. And that gave me the opportunity to observe and experience hundreds and hundreds of different modalities and spiritual people. Wow, wow. And one other thing I'll, I'll, I'll say, and then I'll be quiet and let you <laughs> jump in. Well, we're just about ready to go to a break. Is, is spirit never allowed me. Spirit has never allowed me to stay with any teacher or healer more than a couple of months. Oh, Interesting. So what's happened is I've had a lot of cross-pollinization and a lot of chance to um, to explore and experience. Gotcha. And I will make a confession. Yeah. I actually went around the world searching for someone to give my power away to and yeah. put on a pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. As we, I never as could most find it. Good. Good. I'm glad. God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Okay. I'm, I'm taking a breath. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take a breath. We actually have to take our first commercial break. Before we go out okay. to break, I just want to remind our listeners, uh, although we do already have uh, viewers on our Facebook live stream, that if you want to see the, the video, um, uh, again, it's just me since, unfortunately, Michael is, is uh, not in studio. He's, he's in another state. Um, but you can go to my Facebook page and on uh, my timeline, you'll find the live video stream, which is uh, Sam Liebowitz, spelled L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. 
um, in New York City. You should be able to find me pretty easily. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what uh, Michael has learned from going to all those different healers. And uh, we will be back right after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Are you concerned about epilepsy, autism, or diabetes? Are you interested in alternative treatments, the impact of health, or new therapies? Then tune into my show, Frank About Health. I'm Frank Harrison, the host. Tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc, where you learn more about these illnesses, treatments, the social impacts, and create a dialogue with each other. That's Frank About Health, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And uh, this hour we're talking to Michael Bradford, a... I don't even know what to call you, Michael. I don't even think there's an appropriate title for you. But you're like me. You're a conscious human being. And I do my best to be conscious. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, and very similar to myself. Again, you started off, as we talked last segment... You know, not to become a healer, but just looking for your own healing, studying with all these different people. And the same thing with myself. I never expected to, I never intended to be a healer, never expected to be a healer. I always thought healers were like, you know, such amazing, special people. I put them up on a pedestal and I went and took, a, you know, a whole bunch of different workshops and seminars. I mean, un- unfortunately, I, I wasn't like you. I didn't get to travel the world to, to study with people per se. I, I just stayed in New York City. But luckily, everybody comes to New York. City eventually so you're right you're right <laughs> so so it worked in in my favor but um so anyway you you went on this quest you know you left the corporate world you went and you started studying with people from around the world um was there one um particular experience or one particular person that you studied with that like really wowed you to the point of like really even beyond what you expected uh really expanded your mind to like oh my god this is like amazing this is possible this is magic well actually actually there were quite a few of them and um there were people that i met and these were not big names uh the people that i i'm going to talk about uh, were not world famous. It's not names that everyone knew. They were people. I, I had a philosophy when I was um, on the path, and that's when I heard someone's name three times, I paid attention. Ah, uh, okay. And um, there was a, most of the people, God bless them, that I knew are on the other side now. Uh, okay. um, but I, I met people who could actually look at you and see the chakras, look inside the chakras to see the blockage, mm. and could tell you the past life that was there. Oh, um, wow. I met other people who um, had other gifts. They could track energy inside the body. Um, 
so there were many, many, many people um, that I hold in high regard. Um, someone once said that they stand on the shoulders of a lot of people right. that were great people. Right. And in my heart, um, these people showed me what was possible. Um, as you were talking at the beginning of the show, there's three things I'd like to share with the with the audience and with sure. you. Um, unless you have some some other questions that you want to ask. No, no, no. Oh. Please share. Okay. Number one is perception. We as humans, our mind wants to put everything in a box and explain it. Right. Um, when I went swimming with the dolphins, wild dolphins, actually on uh, five different places in southern Florida, Key West, back in the early 1990s, um, and then I swam with the dolphins in the wild, I actually had a full body hug from a wild dolphin. Wow. I, uh, I actually absolutely blew me away. I, I, I just um, have I've to. I've had other times where I've swam <laughs> with just, the manta rays. I've seen and been with the Komodo dragons in Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. um, and there were about a half a dozen times in my life where I came down with a very high fever um, and I was sick for, um, in one case, two weeks with 104 fever, went to the doctors, they gave me every test there was, and they couldn't find out anything, thousands of dollars worth of blood work. And I always thought that those were dark periods of my life where I was poisoned, where I had picked mm. up uh, a viral infection, where right. all kinds of things happened. And only recently did I talk to someone that channeled and they said, Michael, those were the times in your life when you were letting go of the darkness and bringing in more light. Those were high points of your life, not low points. So I had been looking at it that I had picked up Lyme disease, I had right. picked up something else. But in reality, I was making a massive breakthrough in my own spiritual growth. Wow. But because of my perception, and because I had diarrhea, and I was sick, and I was throwing up, and I had high fever, I took it as something very different. Right. Right. So, so that's really a big lesson in sort of, uh, you know, reframing things, because oftentimes our judgment of a situation as it being good absolutely. or bad is what actually what makes it more difficult to go through at the time. Whereas, you know, if we just kind of accept it and, and you know, as you, as you eventually found out, look for sort of, you know, the good side of it, that, that by removing the judgment and being more neutral to what we're going through, that suddenly it actually gets easier to move through the process, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. You're, you're, you're surrendering into the flow. Right. And you're allowing, and you talked about this before. You, you talked about the allowing. Yes. You talked about the, the, the evidence and how do we perceive evidence and the trust and the faith and the possibilities. So that, that to me, and I only got that information, I would say, within the last six months. Oh, wow. So really that shifted a bunch of awareness for me. Now I'm going to share something else. A month and a half ago, I was stopped in traffic, and a guy hit me so hard from behind that he totaled both cars. Jeez. And I had no warning. I didn't see it coming. Right. I'm, so I have a concussion, and I'm working through that now, and, and I'm learning things from it about what happens to the body and how the body adjusts. But one of the things that I thought was absolutely amazing was my guides came through and said, you will not buy a used car, you will buy a new car. <laughs> and they said, this is very important. And initially, um, I went looking and I was going to buy a Nissan or I was going to buy a Toyota. And I wound up buying 
a 2016 um, Honda Accord, which mm-hmm. is was above what I would nor first of all I would normally buy a new car. Normally I buy really good used secondhand cars. Right. And my guides actually came through and said how important it was for me to do this. Hmm. So it was a statement of abundance. It was a statement yeah. of faith. Right. It was a statement of I deserve, and it's everything you're talking about in your quotes. Right. You know, I have to relate a, a story of another friend of mine uh, who I've had on the show many times in the past. Her name's Selena Matreya. And she had been, you know, a student since she was 16 years old and, and was a spiritual teacher in her own right. And then the day she sold her house in Boston and was planning to move down to New York City, she got hit um, in uh, like going through an intersection. She had the light. Somebody hit her. It was a, I think they call it a T-bone hit or something like literally yep. smashed yep. into her. She didn't know what had happened. She was literally couldn't do anything for six months and had to lie in bed. But because of this accident, she had a brain injury from it. She didn't even know it. It took like three or four days. And then all of a sudden she like passed out and they rushed her to the hospital. And then it turns out she had this big brain injury. I mean, much more severe than a concussion. But what happened was during those six months, she had to be extremely present. She she couldn't really remember her, her uh, short term memory was, was very iffy so she really had to learn how to be very present and her guides came through and they started um feeding her with all of this information and they said pretty much that like look you're too busy you're doing too many different things we had to do something to knock you out of your day-to-day life so that we could impart to you all of these messages all of this information this practice and everything else and now that she's, you know, 80% or 90% on the road to recovery, and now she, she has much more that she can teach people and help people with and do stuff. So oftentimes, these quote-unquote accidents, these unexpected things, are, are really just to kind of help us get out of our own way so that what really needs to happen can happen in our lives. Absolutely and precisely, um, and I'm glad I'm glad we're we're, we're interacting like this, Sam. Um, when I back in uh, November 11th, 2011, 11, 11, 11, uh. um, I was standing in back of my cousin's house on the telephone talking to someone, and it's like someone pulled a plug on my energy, and I just went kaput. Mm. And a friend of mine, I wound up going to New Zealand, and a friend of mine took one look at me and threw me on his couch for three months. Wow. And for three months, I was going through an initiation where I was being recalibrated. Mm. And this is what I believe is happening now, because I was just ready. I was, I'm working on two new books. I'm about, I was launching my business, relaunching it. Everything was ready to take off. It was taking off, and this car accident happened. Mm. And what happened to me back um, back in 2011 was, just like you said, it was a recalibration, right. and I came out of it at a different level. Right. Now, there's right. some people who have, I will say, a normal track in life. (laughs) There are other people that are on a fast track, and the people on the fast track are pushing the envelope. Right. So they're breaking through to new levels of consciousness. Right. And if they do not get the support, they do not have people that understand what's going on, they don't have people to help them to keep clearing their energy, then it may look like something else is going on. Right, right. Okay, Michael, I want you to hold that thought. It's time for us to take another commercial break. When we come back, I'd like to know, Michael, at at what point you uh, kind of figured out, you know, after studying with all these people, when it it, it was you had a talent for it and you had something within you that is like, oh, I can actually help people with this stuff. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. 
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Once again, a big thank you to all the peeps out there on the Facebook live stream. Um, thanks for staying with us. As I'm seeing we're getting a, a bunch of likes, uh, thumbs up. Uh, appreciate it. If anyone would like to join in on the Facebook live stream, just uh, find me, Sam Leibowitz, in New York City, and uh, look for the live video. Um, so, Michael, you, you traveled the world. You had uh, amazing experiences. Was there something that kind of said to you? Was, that, was it an experience? Was it a message you got? What was it that kind of got you to stop sort of, and, and maybe not completely stop, but, but what got you to, to sort of take a moment, pause, and say, oh, I can like, help people with this stuff. I can teach this stuff. I, I can do things with this. When did you sort of make that transition from student to student-teacher? Well, let me, uh, I'll begin by saying, as far as doing healing work, um, I had zero confidence. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very shy with it. And what happened is there were a number of times when I was waiting my turn for a shaman or a healer to work with me. And of course, I was observing them working with other people. Right. And I would get frustrated because... I would see them working on one issue, but I was seeing something totally different. Ah, I said, okay. you know, I think you're working on, on I said, may I, may I make a comment? And I said what I was picking up. And basically, and I'm going to exaggerate a little bit, they, they said, you know, if you're so smart, go ahead. And I did, and it worked. <laughs> and, it, and it kept working. <laughs> okay. So what I've learned to do is, number one, Sam, there is no way that I would have the intelligence, that I would have the knowledge, that I would have the awareness, the experience to pick up the kinds of things that I pick up by mm. myself. Right, right. And what I take my hat off, where I bow, where I acknowledge, is spirit. And I have a team working with me that helps me and gives me the information, and I intuitively pick this up, and I sense it, I feel it, and that's what's been happening, and it started, and it just kept on building. Hmm. And I've worked with over 30,000 people all over the world. I've worked and helped medical doctors. I've helped chiropractors, I've helped psychiatrists, when they cannot figure out what's going on, they can call me, and some t most of the time I do it on the phone, and I can see what's blocking the person. Uh. Now, on a physical level, I've worked with cancer, diabetes, allergies, hepatitis C, and all these other things, right. and developed ways of working with it 
where I'm not working with disease, I'm working with what is the energy blockage that throws the body out of balance that allows exactly the illness or disease to manifest in the body. Right, right, exactly. When you shift the energy blockage, it melts away. Right. Now, I'm, I'm going to make a very bold comment. Uh-huh. I have seen what people consider to be a life-threatening illness or someone that's had a life-threatening allergy melt away in a matter of minutes. Right. Now, again, this isn't me doing it. Right. I am, I am the eyes, the ears, the mouthpiece of spirit. Right. So I will watch and see and pick up what the person's doing to block or sabotage themselves or the misperception. Hmm. And that's all it is. And I've worked with some of the richest entrepreneurs on the planet. And it's about when I go to work with someone or someone calls me. Right. I only have one thing I say. What's that? How can I serve you? Okay. That's it. And, and, And when they tell me, then I get quiet, I go inside, I listen to my guidance, and I give them the information. And sometimes the information is specifically about what they're going through. And sometimes I will say, that isn't the core issue. This is the core issue. This is how it's manifesting in your body. Right. This is how it's manifesting in your life. But that's not the real cause. That's the symptom. Right, right, right. It's really just the way the symptom is manifesting. But the Absolutely. but it's there's there's an underlying energetic pattern or blockage or or or, or something that's not working right. So how long now have you been doing this work? Oh my God! You want to talk? Uh, what I've been told is fifty thousand years on the Earth plane. <laughs> and, uh, how long that, this from, lifetime? Uh, <laughs> This lifetime, consciously, um, I've always been helping people and wanted to help people, but doing it, what I'm doing, and it's constantly upgrading. Right. Uh, probably another about 30, 40 years. I'll actually, I'll be 72 years old in September. Wow, I don't act bless. it. I don't look it. Um, and um, actually, Spirit came through and asked me to stay until I'm 95. Uh-huh. to help okay. the planet. All right, good. So we so got about quite a while. 25 more years or 23 more years <laughs> to work together. Awesome. Absolutely. So, I mean, you've seen some incredible things, right? You've you've worked with some of those and I've, I've seen videos about them, the, those psychic surgeons in the Philippines. You've been with the Maori. I mean, there's a lot for us to learn from the indigenous cultures of the earth. And it seems to me like, especially in the last 10 years, that um, the the gifts of the indigenous cultures has become um, more publicly accessible and people are more aware of it and, and it's making its way more into the, the Western world. Do you find that, that there's something special about the indigenous cultures? Is there some reason why now, as opposed to 50 years ago, that their gifts are becoming more widely known? Oh, my God. <laughs> my guidance is coming through strong. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, the word I have is arrogance. Oh, okay. We, um, the the Western cultures are not that sensitive to the land, to nature, yes, to yes. the the whole, the big picture. Yes, it's more about materialism. It's more about scientific proof. Right. Um, where. The native cultures had to learn how to live in balance within themselves and within nature. They had to work with nature, not against nature. It's not we own nature and nature owes us. It's my nature is my brother. Mm. Nature is my sister. I will add something here. My soul is a combination, according to all the information I've gotten and what I've experienced, 
My soul is a combination of two things. Number one is extraterrestrial, right? ET, mm-hmm. and the second is Native American. Hmm. So you're asking me the perfect question. And the minute I touched the pipe, the minute I touched this, I went into a sweat lodge. The minute I did those things, I was home. Hmm. So the native cultures work with the elementals. They work with the nature spirits. It's about being in balance. It's about being sensitive. It's about respect. A lot of things that we lack in um, a lot of the Western cultures and the scientific, um, the native cultures are holistic by nature. Yes, absolutely. And, And there are those people who say that, you know, the reason why there's been over the last... 10, 15, 20 years has been such a rise in disease and in, in, in conditions that were never even seen before is because of our disconnect from nature, because of, of how out of balance we are and because of how we're polluting our environment and modifying our food and doing all kinds of things that indigenous cultures would never dream of doing. Correct. Absolutely. Right. So what can somebody, what can your typical Western individual who lives in a big city like New York City uh, do to help bring more balance back into their life? Well, first of all, it's about getting out into nature. It's about whether you can go to a park, whether you can go to the seashore. Um, Thank God right now I live about a block away from the beach so I can walk the beach every day and watch the dolphins and the osprey diving for fish. One um, lucky you. Being in nature uh, helps us to get back in balance. Right. However, um, if you are involved in a big city, uh, being with meditation or just being with people and treating them with respect and, and treating yourself with respect. Right. Um, it's everything is about balance. Um, you talked a little bit about me traveling all over the world for 20, 30, 20 years. I did that, and the only thing I had to give up was a house, a home, a family, stability, income. So I was living on the edge for those 20 years, <laughs> and I did it by choice. Right. And we have to make a choice on where our values are, what's really important to us. Hmm. And even if you're working in a big city, you can still take vacations, you can still travel. Right. And again, it's about being open. There is a lot of nature in a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the the middle of Manhattan, we have Central Park, which is a huge park. It's like 50 blocks long. It's it's like three avenues wide. And and there are sections of Central Park that, that seem like like uh, you're in a forest somewhere. So yes, even regardless of which city you're in, you know, may not in other cities may not be as close, but y- you can get out into nature. You can find ways to connect. So listen, uh, Michael, we have one more commercial break. Uh, and then when we come back, um, let's talk about, you know, sort of where things are now and where you see things going. Uh, and then we'll wrap up, uh, give people a chance to find out how to get in touch with you. Okay. Okay, thanks, Sam. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. 
For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Michael, we were just curious here in the studio, where where are you located since you're talking about osprey and dolphins and beach houses? <laughs> right now I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Ah, and okay. um, where what my brother I know is. is that this is a temporary place for me that I'm really looking to uh, move to a place to either start a healing center or work in an existing healing center or work with a group of entrepreneurs, uh, conscious entrepreneurs, to create some awesome things on this planet. Right, right. So I'm in a a, a mild holding pattern at this point. Right, in, in Virginia Beach where uh, the Edgar Casey Center is, the ARE is located. I'm actually... I'm actually one block away from the Edgar Casey Center, and I've actually had uh, a connection with his energy uh, for some time now. Ah, wonderful. Um, so where do you see things going just in general in the world, in consciousness? You, you know, some people feel like, you know, things are going crazy, they're falling apart. Other people say, oh, it's the flowering of consciousness around the world. What do you see? I think both are true. I think that there's a disintegration of the old methods. I believe that there is an awakening of the new, and we have a choice. And each of us has to choose. Do we choose love, and do we choose to, um, as you said in the quotes, focus on the highest good, or do we retreat into anger and fear? And this is a time when it takes tremendous courage to keep feeding the light and keeping our candle, our light lit inside of ourselves, regardless of what things appear to be on the outside. Right. So, so how, what practices do you do? If, if you can maybe just give us a brief idea of, of like what kind of daily practices do you have that help to keep you um, in alignment? Well, most of what I do is about consciousness. It's about paying attention to what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, paying a conscious, uh, paying attention to who I associate with, uh, which clients. I'm very, very picky about the clients I work uh. with. Um, I want conscious people that are committed and really serious about their personal growth and about their business and about what they want to do on this planet. Um, meditation, being quiet, being introspective, reflective helps. I love taking my camera in nature or walking along the beach. And for me, it's a walking meditation. Ah. Eating healthy is another thing. Right. Because we're a biochemical um, factory and we need the nutrients. Right. So, and exercise is important. Right. But for me, one of the biggest things is mindset and attitude. Right. And our thinking process, again, the, the, what you, you led into the, um, the show today was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's where, where do we place our focus? You know, it's, it's what do we, and how do we in, interpret really what, what's uh, going on around us? Do we interpret it as something that is here to inspire us and uplift us and empower us? Or do we interpret it as something that's, uh, you know, disempowering, that turns us into a victim? It's, it's, it's very easy to go one way or the other. It's really just a choice of what we decide to focus on. Absolutely. So where do you think, I mean, looking overall of, of what's going on, right? There, there are more practitioners than ever before who do energy medicine work. 
There are more people talking about consciousness in, in all different venues. And, and like myself, like you work in business, not just with individuals. Where do you see things going in the next five, ten years? Or, or, or is, is this idea of consciousness and, and holistic approaches to things something that will become more common, will become more accepted? Is, is there, are there still tremendous challenges around that? Where, where do you see things going in the next five, ten years? I see it polarizing. Polarizing, okay. So there's going to be more and more people that are going to say, What's really going on with me? Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? You know, what is chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia? What is this stuff? Why am I feeling this? What's the real cause of my health issues? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Why, what is going on? And the Abraham material is clean mm. and good. Okay. Um, a lot of, a lot of the, the material, okay, there's a lot of good material out there. And there's a lot of material that I do not um, subscribe to. Okay. So what I'm always looking for, and this is my, one of my pet words, is discernment. Yes. And, you know, when you and I first talk, you know, I, you know here's, a fellow, here's a fellow traveler. Yeah. Wow. We can talk. We can talk openly about anything and everything. And we understand each other and we accept each other. Right. Finding people that resonate with your soul, your frequency, your vibration, will bring you joy and happiness. When you're around people that do not resonate with your value systems, your soul, your energy, there, there's a chance that you're going to feel isolated and alienated. So we each need to find those people that we resonate with. I believe that... There is going to be so much need for healers. I mean, Spirit actually came through and asked me to stay another 30 years. I was ready to go back about six, seven years ago. Mm. So Spirit has and knows what's going on with the big picture. Right. And the big picture is we're all at choice. Right. Do we want to live in fear and anger? Do we want to fight our brothers and sisters? Or do we want to open up our hearts, be compassionate, and everyone help each other? And this is part, again, with the Native American, is the sacred circle, the sacred hoop. It is about everyone honoring their differences and their choices in love and in acceptance. Right. So... Um, before we go, we, we only have a couple of minutes left, Michael. Um, how do you work with people? Like if somebody, you know, is intrigued by the, some of the things that you've said today, how do they get in touch with you? How do you work with them? You know, what do you do? Well, what I do, what I do is we set up an appointment and I'm more of a breakthrough specialist. I mean, I okay. can work with people long term, but usually it only takes me one session to tune into what's really blocking them, give them the information, and help them to realign their energy. Okay. And then it's up to them if they want to work with me more. Right. But most of the people I work with, I work with one session, and that's all they need. Hmm. Um, I'm very much into freedom and allowing people to choose what's right for them. Mm, right. And I work on the telephone. I can work on the telephone, on Skype, Skype video. And that's where I work with clients all over the world. Right. Okay. So if people want to learn more about you or find out about you, where do they, where do they go? What do they do? Well, um, you can drop me an email or you can give me a call. I'll give you my phone number. Okay. If I may. Sure. Seven. Six zero eight four four two seven seven eight, and um, I'm on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and I really have not done much advertising. Everything has been word of mouth for the last twenty, thirty years as I've wow. been traveling. Do you have a website? 
Actually, I don't. You <laughs> don't. Oh, my God. You're like I am the, on LinkedIn. You're the only person, I think, in the United States who doesn't have his own website. <laughs> well, I, I've got Twitter, too, but I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I confess, Sam, I'm old school. Ah, I, I, I love must it. confess. Good. I'm glad. I must confess. Wonderful. Well, Michael, but, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come on the show today. I really appreciate it. And thank you and the, and the audience for listening. And all I have to say is, you are worthy. You do deserve it. And follow your gut, follow your intuition, follow your heart, and know that you make a difference. Just being alive on this planet, you make a difference. And Sam, you do too. And God bless you for the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. Um, so everybody, uh, I, I, first of all, I just want to also thank all of our uh, listeners who, who came on to the Facebook live stream. A uh, good friend of mine, Jane, who uh, helped uh, to bring a, a couple of guests on. Thanks, Jane, for, for chiming in. Um, also, I just uh, want to let people know that coming up next is one of our newest shows, uh, Frank About Health with Frank Harrison, talking about sort of health and wellness issues uh, from the uh, sort of uh, traditional and non-traditional approaches. And he has a very interesting, very special guest on his show today. Guess who? Yes, me, your conscious consultant, Sam Leibowitz, will be the guest on his show today. So please keep, uh, stay tuned, keep, keep listening. He comes on immediately after my show. I will be back next week with another fascinating guest. Um, I hope you guys are liking the Facebook live stream. I know sometimes it it's, uh, uh, gets a little jittery, but uh, let me know how you like it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for all the comments. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again, not next week, but in a few minutes. So stay tuned for Frank About Health. Talk to you soon. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you concerned about epilepsy, autism, or diabetes? Are you interested in alternative treatments, the impact of health, or new therapies? Then tune into my show, Frank About Health. I'm Frank Harrison, the host. Tune in on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc, where you learn more about these illnesses, treatments, the social impacts, and create a dialogue with each other. That's Frank About Health, Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.